0: Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts, Carly Kistler Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA's Monday with Miles Speaking of Precision. Carly Kistler Miller has joined me today, and we are talking about advocacy and your bottom line.
1: Thanks for the invite, Miles. You know, when I first came to PMPA, you talked about advocacy a lot, and I really didn't understand how advocacy applied to our industry.
0: PMPA's advocacy work in Washington, D.C. is something that most people would consider to be a low priority. Politics has never, in my memory, been a polite topic. and I grew up in the baby boom in the 70s, and it's been pretty polarized ever since, and The problem with our political discourse these days is that instead of having good faith opinions of the people on the opposite side of our argument, what we tend to do is demonize them if their views don't agree with ours. But it's not really uh, helpful if we can't find some common ground with the people on all sides of an issue or an argument. Ignoring reality is not a good business strategy, and ignoring the effect and impact of changes in Washington, D.C. is not gonna be helpful for our businesses either. Legislation and regulations are being formulated and implemented in Washington, D.C. every day. Every day, there is a new addition to the Federal Register, Every day there's a new hearing in the House or Senate. Every day there are meetings at various executive branch agencies, each of which could have incredible impacts on our shop operations. So while the media paints Washington, D.C. as some kind of place where deadlock due to hyperpartisan partisan politics takes place, the fact of the matter is There's a lot that's being accomplished in Washington, D.C., and 2019 in particular was a good year for resolving the issues the PMPA has been working on in the long game in our nation's capital.
1: I just love hearing about the the behind-the-scenes work, and this is one of those things that people don't notice when it's working, but the moment something goes wrong, look what comes to the forefront, and I know you do a lot of work on this in the background. So, what is the number one issue facing our precision machining shops today?
0: Uh, I'd, I'd like another question, please. I'm prepared to answer the question about workforce, which was the number one issue facing our shops for the last five, maybe 10 years. However, COVID-19 has kind of elevated the uh, dysfunction of our economy currently to the number one spot. But let's take a look at the uh, workforce issue even through the lens of the COVID-19 issue. Before the COVID-19, the headline unemployment rate, that's the U3, was at a 50-year low a 50-year low. It was about 4.4 percent at the end of March. Today, as we're recording this podcast, Forbes and other sources report that unemployment rate is over 20 percent. For understanding, for context, at 2009 and 2010, at the height of the Great Recession, the unemployment rate, the U3 rate, was only 10.4%. After we get through this COVID-19 business, finding skilled and talented help is going to be a problem. The people that are employed, unemployed right now, they're in a temporary hiatus from their real job. When we get our economy back to work, we are still facing a workforce shortage. In 2019, PMPA advocated for increased funding for registered apprenticeships to continue the manufacturing extension partnership programs and the Workforce Innovations and Opportunities Act. These programs did receive funding increases, and in part, I think, due to our effective work on Capitol Hill. PMPA continues to work alone and with other trade associations through NIMS, with the Department of Labor to help develop a skills-based, industry-led apprenticeship program.
1: That is so cool. I mean, that would make it easier for potential performers to get the training, right? So that would help open up the industry. And I, I know that was a tough question, so maybe this one's a little easier. What about regulations?
0: Oh, well, you had to get me started on regulations. <laughs> regulations have been challenging for small manufacturers And PMPA works diligently to remain aware of the regulatory challenges and to advocate for responsible regulations that affect and impact our shops. We actively participate in agency rulemaking by providing comments so that the regulators can understand what is reasonable, what is practical, and also what is supported by science. In 2019, PMPA provided comments to the Department of Labor regarding lockout tagout standard. We also provided comments to EPA regarding proposed changes they were making lowering ozone threshold. We signed on to comments regarding the joint employer rule, which was successfully changed. We've also had successes in getting the salary threshold for overtime lowered to 35568 We are most proud of our work, however, on eliminating the requirement to electronically file OSHA 300 and 301 forms which would have put employee and company confidential information visible to anyone with an internet connection online. PMPA has been a leading advocate prior to 2019 for tax reform across administrations and across Congresses. We call this the long game. This isn't something you fly into Washington once a year and speak with a few key stakeholders and voila, there we are, tax reform. That's just not how it works. Our long game process, developing relationships with key staff and representatives and senators on key committees and that are interested in these impacts both the revenue for the federal government and the impact on the small businesses that are creating jobs in their communities this has been where we've spent our time because of that we've won several permanent changes to the rules for depreciation the bonus depreciation standard and the credits available for research and development in our shops in 2019 our efforts on the repeal of the medical device tax, the health insurance tax, and the repeal of the 45% Cadillac excise tax on health care plans that were over $10,200 for individuals, those, those bore fruit.
1: Wow. I mean, PMPA really has a strong voice in D.C., So, let's see, what am I not asking? How about trade? Is trade something that PMPA advocates for?
0: Trade is an important issue for our members, not because we ship boxes of parts overseas, but the high-value American technology that requires our parts is really the largest part of our foreign trade. Caterpillar can't export any bulldozers without PMPA member components. The dispute regarding the Airbus subsidies by the European Union provided an opportunity for punitive tariffs. Imagine if you're making lemonade and the government doubles the cost of lemons for your business. That's what was proposed on raw materials for our industry that we need to make the parts that we sell. A hundred percent tariff would double the material cost alone. So when this Airbus dispute came up, PMPA promptly commented on the proposal to levy a 100 percent tariff on the copper materials that are produced in Europe for use here in the United States to produce precision machine parts. Now, we'd love to buy that material domestically, but there were no domestic suppliers for these grades and these qualities. Because we advocated effectively the tariff was not imposed. Our work on the steel and aluminum tariffs was also successful. The tariffs were lifted from these materials from Canada and Mexico. We continue to work to oppose steel and aluminum tariffs, and we helped to found a coalition working to advise and educate policymakers and citizens about the consequences of these steel and aluminum tariffs.
1: <laughs> that is just seriously impressive. All right, so how does all of this advocacy on PMPA's part affect the bottom line of our shops?
0: Well, bottom line is really important. That's where our success is proven in the marketplace. Our effective efforts at advocacy for our shops has delivered savings to our members and cost avoidance, and those costs avoided and savings they accumulate on the bottom line. Because of the elimination of tariffs and the avoidance of others, our shops are able to stay competitive globally. With 100% raw material tariff, there's no way we're going to be effective competing against companies in other countries that pay half the price for their material. Elimination of the taxes on our products, I'm talking about the medical device taxes for one example, helps our shops to be competitive. It encourages innovation in this important market. And another thing that it does is it makes these medical innovations more widely available to the people that need them. Elimination of taxes on benefits that we offer to our talented workforce, the performers in our shops. These were taxes on health insurance and the health care excise tax. That helps to sustain our workforce and it eliminates from them the worry about potential catastrophic health emergencies for them and their families. I think that we all would agree that we want the people that are making the bone screws or the key components for the medical devices to keep us safe to not be distracted about whether or not they and their family are going to be impacted by the next health emergency. Politics continues to be something that most of us would prefer to avoid, and like COVID-19, frequent washing of hands is required when we go to Washington. But your bottom line can show the many reasons why PMPA's effective advocacy efforts have in fact benefited your shop.
1: Is there anything our memberships can do to help? I know you're working hard. I know that we've got people in Washington working hard. What about our members?
0: PMPA members are an important part of our advocacy efforts. They let us know what's important to them. Depreciation. I'm a bureaucrat. I work in a trade association. What do I really know about depreciation? When I found out from our members that this depreciation made a difference on whether or not the bank would give them the financing to add new equipment so they could add new jobs It was very very clear to me why depreciation was important so communicating to us what's important in your business what are the obstacles that are keeping you from investing in your business investing in training being able to train your people so they can operate at their highest and best use. These are the things that you need to communicate to us so we're swinging at the good pitches and not at every ball that comes across the plate.
1: So as usual, PMPA and our members, were better together.
0: Better together. That's a great way to end our discussion today, Carly. That ends our discussion on advocacy and your bottom line. Thank you for joining me, and if you're a PMPA member, Thank you for supporting our work in Washington, our PAC, and our Government Affairs Committee. For additional information, please visit PMPA.org, and don't forget to join me next Monday on Monday with Miles, Speaking of Precision.